0: It's a It's
1: a Hello and welcome to Radio TCX, your weekly source for X-Wing news and strategy.
2: I'm Tim Dugan, and I'm joined as always by my co-host, John McDermott. Hello, everybody. And Carson Ray. Hey, everybody. It's a great day to talk about X-Wing. And we are back in this new year with another episode, continuing our series on what I now named Essential Starfighters. Do you guys feel comfortable with that title for the series? Sure. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the G1A
0: essential to uh, Star Wars X-Wing. And I think, you know, the ship we're going to talk about today, another, you know, really important um, staple of this game.
2: Yeah, so for this series, um, if you haven't listened to last week's episode yet, we're doing a deep dive into specific ships in X-Wing. We usually like to talk about uh, things in really broad strokes, uh, so this time we're really narrowing in on just a specific ship in a faction each week and kind of diving into what makes that ship special. So this week we're continuing that with the RZ1 A-Wing as the focus of our topic today. So uh, let's let's get into the conversation.
0: Now, Tim, are you sure you you said that right? You want to talk about the RZ one A wing, uh, this show?
2: You know, after writing the notes for this, Carson, I'm not sure that I do. No, it's it's a good ship. Um, uh, it was a little limiting. I was kind of surprised when I was uh, like marking notes down for notable pilots um, that this ship only has four pilots. I kind of forgot about that because I feel like I've seen a thousand A wing pilots, but those are all in the RZ two over on the Resistance side. Let's be
1: honest, this ship only has three pilots. Come on functionally yes. So, we will it's nice
2: in that we can talk about all them about as exhaustingly as we could, you know. Whereas once we get to the RZ2, that's going to be a, a much more uh difficult time narrowing down which pilots to talk about cuz those ones are all pretty good.
1: But yeah, we decided we wanted to talk about something that was fundamentally very different than the G1A this week and I think the the A-wings pretty much, you know, the complete opposite end of the spectrum you can get from that ship. Well, and it's
0: great because this is another ship that I think, you know, people sometimes forget about because, you know, it's just it's not as flashy as its resistance cousin. It, it's, you know, it's pretty simple. Um, but with that simplicity, like the A-Wing just still does, you know, serve a lot of roles uh, for the rebels and you know has seen quite a bit of play
2: uh, throughout its entire history here. Yeah, I'm actually kind of shocked by how you know limited the pilot options for how effective the ship actually can be. Um, it's a pretty straightforward uh, ship type. It's very archetypal as far as interceptor-style ships go, and this ship type is definitely an interceptor. Um, the pretty basic interceptor stat line of two attack, three agility, two hull, two shield is standard. And it's also got the five standard X-Wing actions, focus, evade, target lock, boost, and barrel roll. All available as white actions. So um, a pretty stock interceptor build.
1: And, of course, I mean, this ship's been around for a long time, too. I mean, it was one of the first ships that came out for uh, first edition, you know, when they started doing the single expansions outside of the core set. And, you know, as we've seen ships evolve, you know, those interceptor ship types, this thing kind of checks a lot of the boxes, too. So the first one notably being, like, how fast and mobile this ship is. It's got a great dial. It's got, you know, the really fast maneuvers, uh, some good blues that makes this thing, you know, pretty mobile on the table
2: yeah and i mean it's got all those stock traits that you'd expect from an interceptor style ship um we did obviously a whole episode breakdown on the interceptor ship type so you can check that out episode 217 of radio tcx Um, But, yeah, it it fills in pretty much all the categories in a stock way. One thing you'll always notice about Interceptor ships is they always have um, some ability to link into a repositioning action. And the ship ability on the RZ1, um, where after you perform an action, you can take a stress to perform a boost action, uh, fills that role for this ship. So um, it's interesting, too. Having played through first edition, basically from not long after this ship would have come out, um, this ship's emphasis has always been on the boost action. When first edition came out, it introduced the boost action; was one of the first ships that could do it. And then we see that here really emphasized with that ship ability—that this ship's all about going fast and playing aggressive.
0: Yeah, I think speed is that defining characteristic of uh, the A-wing. You know, the ship goes fast. It's got, you know, all of those blue maneuvers all the way up to that five straight blue. And, you know, being able to do that plus pairing it with that um, linked boost action every turn means this ship gets to zip around the board. Um, and that's really what you bring an A-Wing to the table for. Like This ship can get to where it needs to be you know, within, like, a turn or two. Um, and plus, you know, you have that blue two turn, so you can go really fast and turn sharply uh, and zip around to another direction. So it you know, it's got just that two attack dice um, and just that forward firing arc. So it does have that limited offense. Uh, you can pump it up with that missile upgrade. Uh, but really, you know where it shines is its ability to just be wherever you need it to be.
2: Yeah, I think it's kind of funny because even with the uh, missile loadout there, usually that's just a finite number of attacks you're going to get. This ship's not so much about hitting hard Um, in true interceptor fashion. Its uh, offensive value comes from just taking lots of shots over time and avoiding being shot at. So it lives long enough to keep shooting. Um, I think it's a really cool design in that um, it doesn't have a lot of attack power stock. And it's really still emphasizing aggression. So it's like an aggressive ship that doesn't hit particularly hard. Um, It uses its aggression to more, I feel like, disrupt what the opponent wants to do. So it moves in quickly. It can keep moving quickly. um, But it's not really there to, like, come in and hit you really hard like a TIE Interceptor would.
1: It won't hit you hard, but it's going to be around for a while because it's got that high agility value, you know, three greens. Um, And while it does have lower hit points, you know, two hull, two shields your A-Wing almost always has, you know, either a focus or an evade, you know, with three green dice backing up on defense. It's going to be around for, you know, enough turns to get those instigative abilities off.
2: Uh, So, I mean, and the A-Wing does a lot of what general interceptors do well, but there are definitely some aspects to the ship that make it feel unique. The RZ-1A is one of very few ships that can actually take two talent upgrades, uh, and this is this is really important because uh, talent slot is probably the most diverse upgrade slot. Would you guys say that's fair?
1: Sure. I mean that's probably an accurate statement.
2: Yeah. I mean I think what this does is
0: it does give these A wings a lot of versatility. We've seen you know more like extra attacks be snuck into that talent slot um, with like snapshot, and, and that does give. Uh, these avings a lot of versatility.
2: Well, and the fact that there are so few ships that can uh, double up on this kind of upgrade slot means that they just have access to combos of cards that just other ships can never have. Um, and there's a lot of really good talents, um, especially for when you have the cheaper talents that maybe aren't as impactful on their own. When you pair up a couple uh, less significant talents, those will really add up to something more significant. Yeah, and I will say that you know part of the issue there is That the Rebel specific talent
0: really isn't that great with the RZ1A Wing. You know, because you only have four hit points, you really don't want to be using uh, selfless too much. Um, But it would be pretty sweet if we saw more
2: Rebel unique talents that, you know, the A Wings could really utilize as well. Well, and the talent slot is one that's always being expanded because it's generally universal to all ships. So there will be more talents in the future that this thing can utilize.
1: Well, and it's nice too for fast small base ships like the A-Wing to have access to two double talent slots because then, you know, you can take abilities that maybe stack up on the bullseye arc. So I mean you could do Predator and Marksmanship or Crack Shot and Predator or any combination of those cards that you want and just kind of capitalize on certain abilities like that too.
2: I think one thing that really does set the RC one A apart though is that it is really one of the strongest blockers in the game. Uh, the emphasis on the boost and the really, really fast dial with a diverse selection of maneuvers means this ship can go really wherever it wants. Well, and part of that is also kind of dictated by the pilot options.
0: You know, because you do have those lower initiative pilots with the A-Wing, uh, you are kind of driven to that blocking role. Okay, how does my low initiative interceptor, um, you know, keep pace with some of these other interceptors that do have a higher initiative? Well, it's you know, under- anticipating where they're going to be and putting my A-Wing uh, right in
2: the way. Yeah, and that really does separate it from other Interceptor-style ships because so often we see those, uh, the real value from them are from the higher-initiative pilots who use their mobility and their higher-initiative to be able to reposition after lower-initiative ships move. Um, and this is like the complete opposite. So as far as Interceptors go, even though it hits a lot of the same benchmarks that other Interceptors hit, um, it uses those tools in a very different way. I mean, because it's it's pilot skill capped, right? Like the initiative, highest initiative for any pilots are uh, initiative four right now.
1: Yeah, and you'll see sometimes two, maybe even just one A-wings paired with either a heavier hitting ship or maybe a large base ship, which can also hit heavy. Um, you know, and the, the A-wing works as a wingmate to kind of interrupt your enemy you know, maybe that's by blocking or setting up specific abilities to make way for those heavy-hitting ships. Maybe it's, you know, Wedge in an X-Wing or Dash in the YT-2400. Um, I mean, you're not really taking, like, an A-Wing just to be a one-off ship, right? Like, maybe you're taking it as a filler, but it's, it's going to help support, you know, the, the heavier-hitting ships in your list.
2: Yeah, I think it's true that the uh, RZ-1 is very much a support interceptor, which is not really what I think of when I think of most of the interceptors. A lot of times I think of them as more standalone ships, Um, but that's definitely not what the RZ-1 does well. It's really about supporting other ships in your list, so blocking is a great way to support those heavy hitters. Or, you know, there's some good pilots here. Jake Farrell does a good job of supporting other friendly ships, too.
0: Well, and how I think about this is that the A-Wing is never really the primary threat in a list. You know, you're going to pair it with some other ships with more substantial offense, um, you know, whatever variety you want to take. Um, but I think the, the A-Wing often does kind of become the unsung hero of a lot of those lists. It's kind of that glue that makes the list uh, work together, you know, because, you know, if I have a group of B-Wings or X-Wings with an A-Wing or two thrown in there, yeah, your opponent's gonna have to deal with those, you know, three attack dice ships earlier, and try and get them off the table, and that allows these nimble A wings, you know, to get um, their flanking positions, get around behind the opponent, and then suddenly those two attack dice shots really do add up, you know, turn after turn, and you know they get to be in range one, uh, or they zip in and get that key block so that all of the other, you know, more important. Um, attackers in your squad get to fire um and take down the key target you know just that that versatility that speed gives you and you know because it doesn't have um that threatening of offensive power means it does get to be ignored a bit a- and i think the rc1 you know it's not that expensive so you can fit in a lot of extra value a- and that's really i think where this a-wing shines is its ability to kind of be ignored to be um under respected by opponents
2: yeah i think there's little a uh, few things more disheartening than when you're having to decide who to shoot and you, you target an a wing and just because of like you know a focus token and some three agility dice you don't push any damage through because that just feels like such a wasted opportunity when you could have thrown that at an x-wing or a falcon or something right yeah if thinking about a b-wing it's like oh
0: every attack on that you know does kind of deal damage and if i have to choose between a b-wing and an a wing like attack on an a-wing like they might dodge all of it whereas like i can know i'm going to make progress against a b-wing but that does mean that a-wing is going to be a menace the whole
2: game all right so let's look at some of the notable pilots here for the a-wing uh like we said before there are only four possible pilots for the a-wing so this is a uh, pretty easy list to go through john do you have a particular favorite here of these four
1: yeah i mean i've Never played Rebels and never will, but I've always really been fascinated (laughs) by um, Arvel Crinid. He's the, I believe he's Initiative 3, right?
2: Yep, so, uh, yeah, Arvel's Initiative 3.
1: Yeah, so he's got a really interesting ability, and we talked a little bit before about how kind of the A-Wing serves as a non-traditional interceptor in that it's a really good blocker. Uh, This guy, definitely really good blocker because he's got that ability that he can perform attacks at range zero, which I very few ships in the game can do. Um, And when you, you know, pair that with the intimidation pilot talent, you know, he can reduce his opponent's agility and then take a nice range one shot. Um, He can also boost, like, into his opponents too, so he can get that focus, and then do his linked boost into his opponent to get that range one shot with mods, uh, which just makes him kind of a double threat in that way.
2: Yeah, I mean, yeah, the trick of being able to shoot at range zero and that being a one-way trick where your opponent is still constrained that they can't shoot ships they're in contact with, like this sets up perfectly and like being able to boost as your second action with that ship ability so that you can perform it as a partial maneuver and overlap your opponent. Um, You know, initiative three is the really the only thing holding them back here, but having that lower initiative does make him a little bit better of a blocker. You just have to be very careful about making those blocks and making sure they work. I, I like that initiative three versatility.
0: Um, You know, it means you do get to be that ace uh, ship against, you know, the pure efficiency lists Uh, You know, going at the initiative one and initiative two, you get to have this mobile A-wing. And against the list where you really do need that blocker, then uh, Arvo gets to be, you know, one of the absolute best blockers in the game.
1: Yeah, I mean, he definitely serves as almost an equal part, you know, kind of a middle initiative ace, but also a support ship at the same time, which I think creates some really interesting situations, and especially the fact that he can't be shot back at range zero uh, makes him kind of scary depending on what ship he's gonna block or boost into
2: i will say though going on the uh trend of these ships working really well support jake farrell the initiative for a wing pilot um he kind of toes the line between being a interceptor ace and just being kind of a more support oriented ship because his pilot ability works great both ways because after he performs a barrel or a boost he can choose a friendly ship at range zero to one which could include himself obviously and that ship can perform a focus action um, this gives him some really cool tricks because on his own, he can do things like move, maneuver, take a barrel roll, perform a focus action, and then link into a red boost, um, which is a great option for him. Or he can use that to pass focus opportunities to friendly ships uh, around him.
1: Yeah, the amount of tokens this dude can get is ridiculous sometimes. Like, it's very efficient and it's a very good ability. And especially the fact, you know, we mentioned before, like, these ships are cheap. Like, I think Jake comes in. Somewhere like the 32, 34 point range. And like
2: that's. Yeah, he's inexpensive.
1: Yeah, like that's a really good ability for a low cost. Um, You know, you got that high defense ability. So he's going to be around unless you're, you know, wasting your time focusing everything you can on him, in which case he might still come out on top. So uh, yeah, he's he's a pretty interesting piece.
0: Uh, And that brings us to my favorite A Wing pilot, the Phoenix Squadron. Get out of here, Green Squadron. Nobody wants you. <laughs> Nobody wants Green Squadron. Phoenix Squadron is where it's at. What I like about this is just the efficiency, you know, and having that really <laughs> extremely low priority target. You know, 28 points for initiative one A Wing. Um I th- I think this is where you want to be. It gets to zip around, set up all those blocks. You know it's going to be moving first because it's got that initiative one. And, you know, you can use the rest of your uh, list to make sure that these Phoenix Squadron pilots still get to be in that right position and aren't focused fired down. And, you know, if you lose one, not a big deal. Only spent 28 points and got to spend a lot of other points somewhere else in my list.
1: 28 points, too. Like, it it hurts to lose anything in a list. But if you use if you lose like a 28 point ship like, you've got enough in your list still that it's probably not going to be a pretty significant impact for you. Well, it's also fun, too. Like, if
2: you're running a bunch of these in a list and your opponent gets half damage on a bunch of them and you get to the end of the game, I get the same sensation when I'm uh flying the TIE SFs, just the base ones, where, like, oh, I got a half points on a bunch of ships, and then you're like, oh, cool, that was... uh you I got 40 points, which is, you know, basically nothing in a tournament environment.
0: <laughs> right, like, I mean like the A-Wing is not going to be the all-star of your list. Like it's not the big, the flashy thing that you're spending points on. Um, But you know, within just those 28 points, like you are getting an incredible amount of value just through all that mobility. There's so much you can do on the table with these A-Wings. And and so like, it's, it's not like in their efficiency, it's, it's in like the options that they give you um, that they really have value. And, And so it's like, you don't need to spend too many more points on that. Like, Just that base chassis does
2: give you so much tactical flexibility. But also, Arvel's great. So how do we summarize this ship? Um, I know the RZ-1 you know, has had a lot of trouble because there's a, you know, a lot of attention that's been put on the RZ-2 because that ship also does a lot of really cool stuff really well. Um, but I th- So I think it's easy to forget that this ship's here, but it does serve a really vital role for the Rebel faction um, and really stands apart from a lot of other Interceptors.
1: Yeah, it's definitely, I think more often than not, kind of included as like a cheap support filler. Um, I mean, you're not taking multiple RZ1s, I, th- I feel like anyway. Uh, you're usually taking one or two to support a bigger ship that has more firepower, or you're taking Jake Pharrell to get that support ability and hand off some tokens to other ships. Um, so yeah, I would say general support um, just as a cheap option. I don't
0: know. I just think it's a cool ship. It looks pretty. Uh, A-wings, A-Wings are just awesome.
1: I respect that answer.
2: Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Radio TCX. If you like the show, please go on to facebook.com slash TCX and like our Facebook page.
1: Please consider going on iTunes and leaving the show a five-star review, saying what you liked and why you think other people should listen. And if you want to support the show directly, please consider going out to patreon.com slash Radio TCX
0: and
2: becoming a supporter of the show today. Thank you so much to everyone who's already supported the show. Again, folks, thank you so much for listening, and we will talk to you next week.